Hey, this is McCartney Weiss, and you're listening to Local Chords. Today on Local Chords, it's podcast number 013. Mark and I are back for another round of fresh and organic podcasting. John and I sit down around the lake with guest McCartney Weist. Limp Biscuit is back in the spotlight and REM makes a crazy announcement. Sneak out the window, crawl down the roof and into your boyfriend's 1989 Thunderbird because we are getting ready to rock. Only on... Welcome to Local Chords. Today is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, listening, sharing, viewing, friending, liking, and following. We are your only number one music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin. Yeah, baby. You got that right, John. Yeah, baby. Hey, all you Cordies out there, thanks for tuning in. We are John Blessing and Mark Hubing from the band Onyx Cone. That's K-O-A-N. We are staying under the radar as a band right now. We're recording, and that's all we're doing. It's all she wrote for right now. Yeah. Who is she? Why'd she write it? You'll never know. You'll never, ever know why she's writing it, but once that music is recorded and it's rocking in your 1989 Thunderbird. Thunderbird. SC. Super Coop? Something like that. You'll know all about it. Thanks for joining us today. John, let's kick it for a minute. That sounds good, Mark. Let's kick it for a minute. Let's have a little casual talk with Joan and Marcus as it as, as it is written right here. As it is written. As it is. <laughs> hey, I saw the movie Old in the theater. Oh, is that that? Is it a horror movie? It's like a thriller suspense movie. Okay, yeah, kind of horror. That's the one where like they age really fast, right? Yeah, they're on the beach. Yeah. Do they age only when they're in the water or do they age when they're on the beach itself? <sighs> You might have to see the movie to find out. I don't know I'm, if I should I'm talk about it movie, too much. But I, for everybody listening, you're not going to see it. I'm not, but people listening might. Okay. So I guess it, people get old. It's it's uh, people get old. What are you going to do? Uh, In the movie, old people get old. Thank you for coming to our podcast. <laughs> it's a movie by M Night Shyamalan. You know Shyamalan, Shalamian. Okay. Do you know any other movies by him? No. Have you ever seen the movie Unbreakable? No. With uh, Bruce Willis, where he is a like a superhero type of a character. Mm-hmm. Never saw Unbreakable? No. It's pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of Bruce Willis movies. What? Never have been. Why? I don't know. I just haven't been. Huh. What about... Uh, okay, you never saw that one. Did you ever see the other M. Night Shyamalan movie? Is it Shyamalan? Shyamalan. I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, night. Shyamalan. It looks like Shyamalan. It looks like Shyamalan. Yeah. M Night Shyamalan. Monaj Neliatu, also known as M Night Shyamalan, is an American filmmaker and actor. Wait, no. With the way that the name is spelled, it is the Shyamalan. It looks like it's just Shyamalan. See the thing after it. Yeah, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Okay. Weird. M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. Well, he is known for making original films with contemporary supernatural plots and twist endings. Interesting. Yeah. Did you ever see, what's the one where he thinks he's dead? He's like, I see dead people. 
Oh, isn't it like Third Sense or something? The Sixth Sense. Sixth. The Sixth. The Third Sense. Duh. <laughs> Taste. <laughs> the new thriller movie, Taste, God. coming out next fall. Oh, God. Did you ever see The Sixth Sense? I have seen parts of it. But also with Bruce Willis. Or no. Yeah, Bruce Willis yeah. is in it, yeah. They probably just kept teaming up. So, I'm sorry, did you say you I've did see the internet? parts of it. I've never okay. seen the whole movie. All right. Well, that one was pretty good, too. What about The Village? He made The Village. Nope. No? With Adrian Brody? Nope. Okay. Um, what else did he... I can't think of what else he did off the top of my head. But I would say that this movie, Old, was... Good. As a matter of fact, I would say that it was really good. Very good. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Summerfest is coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. It's extremely short-staffed, and they're looking for workers. So if you need a job, get a job. Yeah. Summerfest. Yeah, I do, heard about that. Do you that. know, do the workers need to be vaccinated, too, since they're doing that for the whole, if you go to Summerfest, you need to be vaccinated slash have a negative test? Yeah, I don't so know. I'm assuming the workers do then, too. I, I would assume so, too. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if they do. I was a little perturbed to hear that because I'm not planning on getting the vaccination, but I was planning to go to Summerfest. Just jump the fence. Yeah. Jump off the home bridge and onto the Miller Lite stage. I could repel. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like that one guy from the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> Mission Impossible? Is that his name? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Thomas Cruise. Thomas the Tank Engine Cruise. Um, Have you ever done any repelling? No. I want it. Okay, this is totally off topic. But you know those indoor skydive challenges? No. You know the things? You don't know the thing where it's indoor skydiving where you go and they put you on over a giant fan and you're in like the two. Oh, yeah, yeah. That looks really fun. Uh, I know that's totally unrelated, but I was thinking repelling and then I was like, that's basically repelling without being tied to anything. I want to do that. I want to do indoor skydiving. Yeah, we got to figure out where we can do that. I've done some rappelling before down about 15 feet of uh, sheer face rock. Why? It was cool. Uh, Mark was like, I like this rock. I want to see more of it. (laughs) Some friends were doing it. (laughs) If Uh, your friends jumped off a cliff, would you? Not if I had a rappelling rope. Then you'd not if you had a rappelling rope. Yeah. Or I would do it if I had a rappelling (laughs) rope. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, if I'm doing it, it's going to be it. Boy, you're asking some really confusing questions already. That was not at all confusing. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, okay. Well, John, question for you. You know a lot about cars. I know some things about cars. That is correct. Yeah. Well, you know a lot about them as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Like we, I only know the radio and the tires. So, um, John, my TPMS sensor came on on my Mazda 3. Okay. And I was wondering if that was important to get checked. That's a tire pressure sensor. Tire pressure monitoring system. Yeah, that's what it stands for. Yeah. So um, I got to get that fixed. Or um, So generally speaking, what year is your car? 2016. So you probably, have you gone over anything lately? Have you run over a curb lately or anything? Nope. Not that you know of or just know in general? Definitely not at all. Okay. Then you could probably get that one checked out. It could also be just a sensor's going bad, and that happens over time. Bad fuse, maybe? No, I doubt that. Hmm. I doubt that because that would have given you a different reading altogether. Well, all it does is monitor the tire pressure. Yeah, so right? you, you, if, with, if you don't want to get it fixed, you could just keep an eye on your tire pressure. 
Okay, nothing's going to go haywire if I don't get it fixed. All that's going to happen is that the the sensor is going to stop telling you monitor the tire pressure. Exactly. It's going to be like you have no tire on your car and you're going to be like, it was there this morning. (laughs) 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for personal trivia with John. The part of the show where we get the lowdown on who John on who John really is. I was not informed about this. But John, please, John, please answer each of the following questions as fast as you can, saying whatever comes to your mind first. Let's set the timer and get started. John, are you ready? Sure, let's do it. If you answer all ten questions correct, you can get, you can win a prize. Okay. <laughs> What's the prize? I okay. need to know first because I want to know how hard I have to try. The prize is. Whatever I, whatever I have with me in my backpack. Okay, let's do it. All right. John, let's set the timer and go. All right, John, it's not, remember, fill in the blank. It's not, it's not really a shower unless I wash my armpits. Okay. Number two, it's not really driving unless you go blank miles per hour. Over 100. It's not really dating until you've... Learned how to communicate. Ah. I'm not usually ready to go to sleep until I've laid in bed for at least two hours. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. You can't really call yourself a musician until you know how to play an instrument. It's not really lying unless you lie. (laughs) It's not really considered work until you hate it. It's not really brushing my teeth unless I uh, use toothpaste. It's not really a good song unless it jams hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really a great band unless you have me hired as your bassist. There you go. Did he win? Um, did the- yeah, he won. <laughs> John, he won. Nice job, John. Nice job. You did a great job there. Thanks, Mark. Your turn. Okay, Mark, we're doing the same thing over again for you, but I'm going to read way faster than you did. Deal? Oh. Uh, okay. All right, set the timer. Ready? Okay. Number one, it's not really a shower until I wash my... Eyelids. Number two, it's not really driving until you go blank miles per hour. Uh, I'd say seven. It's not really dating until you've blank. Gone to second base. I'm not usually ready to go to sleep until I've... Masturbated. You can't really call yourself a musician until you... Fall off the stage. It's not really lying unless you squint. It's not really considered work until you uh, yell at someone. It's not really brushing my teeth unless I brush my tongue. It's not really a good song unless it makes me feel. You're not really a great band unless you know how to rock. There we go. Did he do it? Yeah, he did it. That was enough time. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> Mark, you prize. will be awarded absolutely no prizes because we didn't discuss what you would win. Yeah, baby. <laughs> God. Uh, for hey, those John. of you tuning in, you're now listening and hearing that there's an addition of another device on our podcast. Yeah, we have the ability to uh, go like this. Yeah, baby. That wasn't me or Mark. Who knows what it was? Exactly. John, you ever go to the casino? You ever gamble? Mark, I'm You ever 19. bet the ponies? Mark, I'm 19. 
Can you go to the casino with a guardian? No, I can legally play bingo, though, at 18. That's the only thing I can do at a casino. In a casino? Yeah, I can play bingo. Like, if you want to go to Potawatomi and you want to go, like, beat out all the old grandmas and, like, play all the bingo and, like, make them sad and not be able to afford their memory care, uh, we can go beat all the old women at bingo. Okay. could do that. You ever play blackjack? Yeah. Yeah? I actually was playing blackjack two days ago. For real money? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Where? I can't tell you because Ooh, I'm under secret basement. And oh, this is a podcast that is mm. public. Well, you're not necessarily telling the truth. It's not really a lie exactly. until you lie. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right, John. For this last bit here, let's impersonate each other's voices, and then oh we'll God. get to uh, the rest of the podcast. What did I do okay? last week? What was the voice that I made for you last week? I was like. All right, everybody. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I think had, that was, it wasn't very good. Yeah. No. All right, why don't you say hi? This is Mark Hubing, and you're listening to Local Chords were in you, the way that I would say. Were it. you Mark the Wolf? Yeah, do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Hi, everybody. This is Mark the Wolf Hubing. <laughs> God, that sucks. Okay, go for it, Mark. Your turn. I got to impersonate you. Yeah, try it. Okay. Hi, John. Hi. Hi, I'm John. I'm going to impersonate Mark impersonating me. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, I'm John. <laughs> uh, All right. That was fun. All right. Let's get on with it. Okay, everybody. We'll tell you about some words of wisdom, and then after that, we'll talk with... McCartney Weiss. <laughs> words of wisdom. Do you like driving cars? Isn't it amazing? The technology, the mathematics, and the science that goes into simply pushing a little pedal that makes your car go fast. It's just amazing. But not everyone drives like this is a GD miracle. Some people follow really close because they are sheep and can't make decisions for themselves to just go around you. I mean, what's the big deal? There's room to go around, so just go around. Don't ride right behind that person. Then again, they might pick up a rock that your tire spits out and they will learn a lesson. And what's with people who merge into the lane right in front of you, like 15 feet in front of you? Like, what the hell is that about when you're going like 75 miles an hour? What's the deal with that? These people are jerks and they should just die. Uh, driving is all about getting from eight to be wild and what? <laughs> Drive nice and don't be mean unless you want to get the finger or worse. These have been your words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Today's interview on Local Chords is brought to you by Juniper Real, handmade ceramics and goods from Ozaukee County. All products are food safe, dishwasher safe, and wheel thrown. These are high fire ceramics for pets and people. Available at Bonsai Pet, The Arts Mill, and AM Coffee in Ozaukee County. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook. Special orders are always welcome. Just email juniperreal at gmail.com or check out their website at juniperreal.com. Our guest today is singer-songwriter McCartney Wiest. McCartney previously released an EP written mostly by his uncle. He is currently recording a full-length studio album of songs that he himself has written. McCartney can be described as an old soul with a timeless sound rooted in the music of the 60s and the 70s. Let's hear a little bit of his song, Sunrising Song. Up all night Lonely as the stars on the water only one of many, but it's coming around the bend. Though 
All right, that was his song, Sun Rising Song. Without further ado, please welcome to the program, McCartney Weist. Hey, guys, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me on. It's going good. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today, Mac. So, yeah, it's a pleasure. I, I'm just excited to hear about uh, you know your show a little bit more and talk about my music. Thank you. Uh, we're excited to talk about your music as well. So, Mac, we're going to get right into it, and we're going to start with the beginning. How long have you been playing music here? So, music has just really been around me my entire life. I come from a super musical family. Um, my grandpa sings in a jazz quartet. My godfather was a classically trained trumpet player. My dad writes music. My uncle writes music. And, you know, the list just goes on and on. So, just sitting around campfires and stuff growing up, I would sing along but really i guess if you you know put a pin in it when i started actually learning instruments i'd say maybe eight or nine okay and what was your first instrument at eight or nine? Oh gosh i used to uh ride my bike down to the old grandma down the road who taught piano you know and so i did that very cool very cool down to the old what sorry Oh, it was uh, just the old, you know, grandma on the block who taught piano. Oh, gotcha. Right. Standard old lady education. Okay. So you started on piano, and then when did you merge towards playing guitar? Well, it was kind of a long progression. Um, my dad, like I said, was a musician, and he uh, never really uh, dug into theory or anything like that or trying to, like, get better. He's more of a writer. But he always had a guitar around the house and a piano and... I would just kind of pick up his guitar and strum along with it, especially strumming to my favorite records. Uh, being, you know, that my name is McCartney, I obviously was a huge Beatles fan growing up, so I just remember standing in front of the TV, strumming along to Beatles songs um, and not actually playing it. But that, that's kind of like where I was inspired to, you know, pick up the guitar and go in that direction. And uh, eventually I um, just learned some chords myself but I really wanted to take that next step, so I took some of your lessons, and uh, from there, I just uh, really grew into it. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, your voice has a little bit of a hint of John Lennon and Paul McCartney in it. I would assume that comes from your love of the Beatles, right? And do you, do you purposefully try and emulate that kind of sound at all, or do you think that that just kind of happened? Yeah, that's actually, that's a great question. Uh, I think it's a combination of both, uh, consciously and subliminally. I think just being immersed in it from such a young age and hearing it my entire life. And also my dad and my uncle both kind of sing like me. And so maybe I picked it up from them as much as I did from the Beatles. But I think the common root inspiration of it all is McCartney Lennon for sure. Yeah. I get cool. that. I get that. So, Mac. McCartney Lennon, always been a huge influence on you. Who are your other influences? Who else do you listen to? And I, I'm actually asking this because I genuinely know like three people you've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I, I'm, I'm a broken record. I just go on about uh, my love for Lennon McCartney, but there's just so much that I listen to. I love pretty much all music apart from most country and most rap, but uh, I really love Newer stuff, too. Like, I'm a big John Mayer fan. I really like Childish Gambino. Um, 
there's some really good obscure bands I like. Um, I'm a huge Harry Nelson fan. David Bowie's a huge inspiration. Um, so what I try to do is I listen to all these different groups and just try to bring a little bit of each into what I'm doing. Also Radiohead, but obviously they're not obscure. They're huge. Yeah, they're pretty well known. <laughs> they were obscure yeah. at one point. <laughs> they, were, they were obscure at one point. That's a good way to put it, Mark. Exactly. I know I get stretched pretty thin pretty quickly when it comes to music. I like that. I can relate. I, I've been listening to the same four CDs for the last 25 years, so I don't, I don't think you necessarily need to have a broad range of inspiration in order to bring out your own creation. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true, but it is good to branch out because it just presents so many different perspectives on music. I, I'm actually pulling up a list right now so I can look at it a little closer because I promise you I'm not that dull. Hey, um, there's nothing wrong with it, and I wasn't trying to be rude by saying that. I just meant you you tend to listen to the same couple bands. Oh, yeah, true. No, I like early Genesis, Peter Gabriel Genesis. Um, so I'm just, I'm kind of an old soul in that. Cat Stevens, uh, Pink Floyd is a huge inspiration, and obviously the major records, but I really do love metal. Uh, that's a great record. So, Mac, uh, your songwriting is pretty intimate and um, it's very seems very personal and close to the heart, I would say, from what I've heard. Um, what happened to you that at such a young age you are kind of writing in this very deep vein? That's a good question, and I didn't know it was deep, so that's actually just about the highest compliment I can be paid because I always feel... I've always felt that the heart of music is the lyric because it's just, it's, you know, a way for me to communicate with the world around me. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. I, I guess the question I should ask you in return so I can better get a grasp of what you're uh, asking is what, um, what stuff of mine have you listened to so far? Um, I heard your songs on your SoundCloud account, Sunrising Song, that we just played, um, Turn Up the Radio, I'll Go Instead, uh, I'll Go Instead, that song was sort of like, it, it seemed like you were telling a story about you wanted to stay in a relationship, but instead, I'll go instead. Is that kind of the theme there? Well, you know, I can't really speak to a lot of the songs on that EP because they're actually written by my uncle. Oh, and, wow, uh, okay. He is a, yeah, yeah, he's a profound writer, and um, you'd, you'd have to have him on the show. But they always, those those songs, Sunrising and I'll Go Instead, really jumped out to me. And um, for the same reasons I think you were attracted to them. They are deep. They're very reflective. Um, and so, yeah, no, I really enjoy them. But the coolest thing is, you know, getting into my writing then, I spent my whole life, in, you know, I'm 22 now, never being able to write anything it's just i had a horrible writer's block the second i sit down at a piano uh every idea that i could possibly have would be absolute garbage so i just wouldn't pursue it uh something i don't know what changed but in 2019 which is already so long ago um something it just it was like a switch one night it completely came to me and ever since then i haven't looked back and i've been able to write my own things so i've just been uh, on cloud nine that I can finally, you know, join the likes of my dad, my uncle, and everyone else uh, in my family who writes. That is extremely cool. That's extremely fulfilling, I bet. 
Yeah, congratulations. Oh That's gosh, awesome. Yeah. It's just like it came out of the blue, hey? Yeah, no, totally. Uh, one The next day, I was listening to my parents at the time, and uh, my dad wakes up at the crack of dawn, and he's already down there. I said, yeah, I wrote something. We huddled around the piano, and I showed him. But it was it was special, yeah. And it's not – the stuff I'm working on isn't nearly at the level of what they do, but um, it's a work in progress, and I, I kind of see it. I see the long game, and I think as I get older, it's just going to get more and more refined. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that's a that seems like a very mature view to have already. Like maybe your uncle and your dad have been through different types of experiences, what with relationships or jobs or just life experiences that kind of eventually lend themselves towards the songwriting one way or another. And as you continue to write and hone your skills, you're you're gonna go through those same I, I experiences. I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. So Mac, I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag, and I'm gonna tell Mark because I don't think he knows. But we've been recording an album. That's all of Mac's original stuff. Oh yeah, I, you did tell me that actually. I, I mentioned yep. it briefly, but yeah. now I'm letting the cat out of the bag, and I'm just saying that there's gonna be an album. That's at least 90% all of Mac's ideas. It's going to be his lyrics. It's going to be his everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I've, I've just been so excited to be working with the very talented John Blessing on this record. He's a, a great talent in himself. And the first thing we I said to him when we sat down is, John, I love playing bass, but I'm not going to even touch it. Yeah, I want I want to have great John Blessing bass on this record. So it's it's coming along. We're still, um, you know, a little bit early on, but I'm projecting that we'll get it, uh, you know, rolling here soon again, and it's going to be out um, relatively quickly. But we want to take our time. We want to make a good record, and it's going to show, hopefully. Yeah, I agree entirely. So, Mac, this is kind of your bigger forte into recording. What are you thinking of it so far? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. What's your experience that you would tell everybody that's listening to this? Has it been good? What is, what's it been like? I love it. And it's, it's interesting because it's, um, it's so difficult at first because I'm just so used to playing like, you know, next to the lake with my guitar and not being mic'd up, not having to worry about levels and things like that. Um, so it's a wholly, totally different world, but once you kind of get the grasp of it and you can take the reins a little bit, it is so fun. And I guess my biggest tip to anybody who wants to get into recording their own stuff, and I'm still an absolute novice. I know nothing. Um, but my tip would be know how to articulate what you want and know what you want. If you know those two things, you can have a good idea for what you want your record to sound like. Otherwise, there's been times where I listen to one of the songs I've written and I go, now what the hell am I going to do here with this? You know, I just, I can kind of hear it in my head, but I want that vision to be clear. So make sure that you and whoever you're working with, whoever your producer is, make sure you're on the same page with them. All right. Good tip. Good that's tip. Gr- that's great advice, especially for anybody that's looking to record for the first time or even some that are just looking to get back into it after taking a time off. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a totally different perspective from what I grew up doing. So I would record with my dad and my uncle, only I was basically just a session musician, you know, kind of sitting in the corner, uh, vibing off what they're doing. So um, it's just a totally different feel when it's your record and you've got your name on it. And 
the the perfectionist definitely comes out in me. Awesome. So is this going to be like a full-length studio album, or where are you recording it, or how many songs are going to be on it? What's the what's the scope of this project? Well, John, you want to feel that one? I can take a little bit of that one. We've been recording it here in uh, home studio, in podcast studio land. Ah. Uh, we've been recording it here, and we have, Mac, is it 11 or 12 songs? We're looking at either... 10 to 12. 10 to so 12. One of those. I, I have enough to have 12, but who knows what's going to make the chopping block, you know? Yeah. So we're looking at 10 to 12 songs, and I would put this into kind of a rock meets folk meets experimental 70s, 80s sound, but also new age genre. So something that's going to be a little bit, of, there's going to be something for everybody, easiest way to put it. And uh, it goes yeah. from yeah. heavy rock ballad to traditional acoustic and just an at-home vibe. A nice feel like you're around the campfire or on that lake where Max said he wrote his songs. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. So, Mac, what what is music to you? Now that you're on your own, you are doing your own thing, you've had the influences of, of your father and your uncle. Um, why play music? Why write songs? Um, what What are you in it for? What are you interested in? Well, that's a great question, but I just want to follow off one more thing John was saying. Sure. Um, yeah, it's got a little bit of everything, the record, but um, what I really wanted to do going into it was marry my two favorite things, relevancy and my favorite kind of music, which is older. So we, although it has so many key features of the music I loved growing up, we're going to you know, be looking at it in the lens of a modern approach. So it's going to sound fresh. It's going to sound new. And I'm just really excited for it. But uh, tipping back to your question, which was great, and I did not forget it. What am I, you know, what am I doing here? What am I playing music for? Actually, at this point, just myself. I enjoy having fun doing it. And I like playing for other people. And um, I wouldn't say I'm you know, profoundly great or even good, but I just like... Um, where I thrive the most is just, like I said earlier, sitting by a fire and playing with people. And, you know, then I pass the guitar to the person next to me and they play back and forth. Um, what I'm hoping to do with this record is just share it around and to friends and family. And John and I are actually going to market it pretty heavily. So we're hoping to um, just have the widest reach possible. And I, I want to play music to continue to express myself and, it's just such a good conduit for whatever I'm going through in my life, whether it's, you know, something that's super joyful or if it's something that's you know, the lowest of the low, I can always find a way to uh, relate it in my music. And that's, that's outstanding. That's one of the reasons why I was so, you know, obsessed my whole life with the Beatles is I feel like there really is a song that they've written for just about every emotion. So, Mac, I think it's really cool that you're into this older singer-songwriter music, what with mentioning, like, Cat Stevens and singer-songwriters like that. Um, I'm just curious, do you think that you are in a smaller percentage of your peer group who are who are into this kind of older music, or do you see people around you also being into this style of music? Unfortunately, I do find myself in the minority a lot. Um, I've been on just countless of dates with these girls and they just look at me like I'm crazy or archaic or both. Um, but it's, it's rather small, but luckily 
I have a good maybe dozen friends who really are on the same wavelength as me. So it's refreshing when I get a chance to sit down and talk with them. Uh, one thing I will say, though, about people our age um, is if you do present it to them in the right way and they're open-minded about it, usually they're um, pretty receptive to it and they end up liking it. So, I, you know, good for them on that part. Right on. Yeah, it can be hard to compete with a million sounds of technology versus an acoustic guitar around a campfire, but that the acoustic guitar around the campfire has something that a computer cannot generate, it's right? It's timeless. It's soulful. Exactly. I, I agree with you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, it's it's innate. It's um something that, you know, calls all of us, I feel like. I agree. I agree. Mac, so you've told us about your uncle and about your dad and about how they kind of influenced you as an artist. But you had also mentioned earlier in the podcast that your godfather was also a musician. Would you care to elaborate on that a little bit? Yes. Uh, my uncle Robert was an incredibly gifted musician and a kind man. I passed away last fall, but was just an incredibly profound influence on my life and especially my music. He was the kind of musician who played with feel more than anything. He just, you know, strove to find the perfect pitch whenever he was playing. But he was also technically gifted. He had a perfect ear, and he was classically trained. This is the man who played a solo for uh, Pope John Paul II, which is, I still think immensely cool. He wrote uh, books on theory, and just growing up and being around him, always inspired me to be a better musician and so i was very thankful to have known him that is amazing that's really cool to have such an influence in your life along with all the other ones and to have one that's both classically trained and one that's kind of just figuring it out as they go along exactly because it just you know they couldn't be further apart uh my dad and uncle compared to uh, my godfather um they appreciated each other so much but you know, playing completely by ear, which is what I do as well, um, versus having an absolute mastery of, you know, music is just, um, it's its almost like a different language. Yeah, I get that. Was there something that you, anything else that you want to say before we wrap things up here? No, um, yeah, sure. I just wanted to mention um, I'm really excited to finish this record up. It's been a pleasure working with you, John. And uh, thank you both for having me on the show. This is pretty cool. I can't wait to hear it back. Uh, I wish both of you the best. And stay tuned, guys. And if you want, please follow my Instagram, which is Mac, M-A-C underscore Weast, W-E-A-S-T. Uh, and you can also head to my SoundCloud, which is McCartney David. And, uh, you know, stay tuned for updates. Hopefully we'll be releasing some singles and the record shortly. So please stay tuned. And also... Um, be sure to give my pal John uh, a follow. All right. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Mac. All right, Mac, stay on the line real quick for a second, if that's all right. That was Mac Weist joining us today. Coming up, we'll play Where's That Band? And we'll talk about events. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to a new segment called, Where's That Band? On this segment, John and I talk about a band we saw some time ago, but now don't know anything about, 
or what they're up to. But we'll find out today on Where's That Band? Band, 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 band. Today's featured band is the Bang Bang. They were last seen by me, Mark Hubing, three years ago on Milwaukee's south side in Bayview on Kanikanik Avenue at Frank's Power Plant. Frank's Power Plant. This band was a four-piece rock band. They sounded kind of like Arcade Fire plus the Yeah Yeah Yeahs plus Tegan and Sarah, but at one point, the female lead singer sang into a megaphone. It was very loud. And I really liked it, and I thought it was cool. It was alternative rock and roll, and I was ready to be rocked. So I really liked it. So, John, let's do a little digging. Where is this band? So I found them right away on Facebook, Mark. Oh, good. They're they're listed as at The Bang Bang Music. It says The Bang Bang is a Milwaukee-based blues rock group ready to blow minds and melt faces. They approximately have... 710 people that like them, 719 that follow them. Their last post was June 21st of 2019. It says, hot digs y'all, can't wait to take a little jaunt up the coast tomorrow to play on the beach in Two Rivers, Wisconsin. And it was for an event entitled, Bands on the Beach Summer Concert Series. It was liked by 1,188 people. They have not posted since. At the Home Depot, we're not just friends and family. We're a business too. We've got paint and different sized dowel rods. We got buckets and any color you want, as long as that color's orange. Come see our brand new line of Toro snow throwers and lawnmowers. But please, stop turning them on and then jumping off and running out the store, leaving the lawnmowers to fly all around the floor. The tile don't need to be cut. We take a lot of pride in our tile. We wash it quite often with Ajax. And occasionally other cleaning supplies. Well, we'd like to stick with the Ajax, preferably. Unless something else is on sale. Well, no, I mean, the the Ajax really does the best job. Well, I bought something else last week. Well, it's not. this is not the place, really, for you to talk about what kind of cleaning solution what you use. What are you use. talking about? I, this I is a Home it's, Depot commercial. It's they just should my, know what we use. I'm just telling you like it is. Home Depot. We're not just friends and family. We're a business, too. Give me your money. You've heard of email. You've heard of lawn care. Now, you're gonna hear about some events. That's right, everybody. On each podcast, We will tell you about our favorite events in the area and possibly beyond that are happening this 
Now that we got through whatever the heck that was, let's wow. talk about some events for some people. All right. First event. We're going to talk about this group, Brown's Crew, going to perform at Festa uh, Mexicano. Real quick. You forgot the Mexicano. It's actually part. Mexicana. Sorry. What? Fiesta Mexicana. Oh, I'm sorry. A, I typed that typo. wrong. My yep. bad. Brown's Crew is playing at Festa Mexicana 2021 at the Henry Meyer Festival Park. On the Summerfest grounds, August 27th. Wow. That would be this coming... Friday. Ooh, Friday. Thank it's Friday. You. Okay. You're welcome. Do you know Do you know who Brown's Crew is, John? I think I would have, but I don't. Okay. Brown's Crew is a... Uh, they're a local... Uh, kind of like hip-hop, rap, rock, fusion kind of group, I believe. Um, I've heard some of their music... On the radio and uh, local station. Thought it was really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Mark, I've got an event for you. What's going on? Saturday at 4.30 p.m. on the 28th, we have Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Poison at, it says Miller Park, but I believe that's American Family Stadium now. Yeah, American Family Field. Okay, whatever. Yeah, this must have been an uh, old... So it uh, says the stadium tour. It's Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. August 28th, 2021. What more can you ask for? Honestly. Holy crap. Um, is this for real? Because it's still it says Miller Park at the bottom of this. Uh, remember to come here for all your events updates, folks. We got the latest on everything here. Sure. Okay, Mark, next one. Go for it. All right. Another event coming up this weekend on... Uh, the 29th, Sunday, 7 p.m., is the Shut Up and Rap Music Showcase Competition at Club Timbuktu in Milwaukee. That's solid. It's a music showcase. on This This is on uh, Center Street, just a few blocks west of Humboldt, uh, August 29th, 7, 7 p.m. Winner gets a free video shoot. Interviews will be conducted. Before and, and after the performances. Yeah. So uh, this is for musicians looking for a platform to promote their music free. Come showcase your latest music, network, and engage with other artists as well. There is a sign-up sheet online. What day is this, Mark? This is uh, the 29th, Sunday, 7 p.m. The Shut Up and Rap Music Showcase Competition at Club Timbuktu in Milwaukee. All right. If that isn't your cup of tea, you could also go to the Rave on Sunday at 8 p.m. and see Stained. Stained at the Rave with 68. Um, so it's at the Rave. Advanced tickets start at $53. That's a hefty show. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, you got you to gotta pay for... You got to pay to be stained. Right. <laughs> Can you sing a Stained song for me quick? I don't think I know any of them. Uh, what's the one? What's the one? <laughs> I see why you picked this event. <laughs> well, they were, you know, they were big. You um, know, maybe still are big. They're still playing the big club. Mark, the rave. I think you skipped an event. Yeah, we can come back to that. I think that's our last event to come back to. Okay, what is that? We have, it looks like Lost Orange Cat with Brian Cherry. Live again fundraising event 
for live music venues at the Cactus Club on Saturday at 6 p.m. Yeah, I threw this in there. Um, I've met Brian Cherry. Um, I played a show with him, maybe two shows with him. He's a good dude. He's got a really interesting sound. He's got some cool vocals and guitar stylings, kind of jazzy, kind of out there. I dig it, though. Very cool. It says, as part of the Live Again ongoing series to raise money for live music, venues that were hit hard during the pandemic, we're raising funds for these venues through a collaboration of beer and beverage releases, as well as live shows. Uh, please support the efforts to help these venues remain in our community and keep the music and art strong in Milwaukee. Check out the link below for more info. The link is liveagainmke.com. I got really excited when I was reading this because it says 6 p.m. is doors. And I was thinking for a second it was like the doors, the band. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it just means doors open. So I'm stupid. But anyways, we got doors at 6, Brian Cherry at 7, Lost Orange Cat at 8 p.m. There will be Lost Orange Cat, quote unquote, orange creamsicle, 16 ounce cans of beer from the Explorium Brew Pub available at the show as well. Yum. Um, So far, we have seven going, including... Kyle, that's the only name that popped up on my computer. <laughs> go, Kyle. All you right. go, Kyle. Yeah, see that live music. Hey, John. Yeah? Uh, the song from Stained, which was maybe their most popular with 166 million views on YouTube, is It's Been a While. All right. Remember that one? No. It's been a while. No? Maybe. Nothing? Oh, boy. You'll have to forgive my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. He is four years old and has never heard a song in his life. I like Thomas. No. Um. I like Thomas the Twain. Oh, God. Nah. Let's go see Thomas the Train at the rave. Mark's just, <laughs> <laughs> Mark's just angry because he's double my age. And I'm starting to get those saggy eyelids. You know? Thank you for saying eyelids. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, there are your events for the coming weekend. If there is a music event next weekend that you would like us to announce on next week's podcast, email us at localchords1 at gmail.com. Well, all you cordies out there, I know, I know. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Go see some live music this weekend, and we will see you next time. Signing off. I'm Mark. And I'm John. Thank you for listening, and feel free to share this podcast with anyone you want. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. From the third week in August in southeastern Wisconsin, you've just enjoyed another installment of... Local Cards! Local Cards, one at gmail.com. <laughs>